Live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weeknights. I'm Harrison Arns on the ones and twos. Uh, we will have DeMarnie Pearsonell joining us here shortly on the phones. But nonetheless, if you guys want to join in on the show, 402-464-5685 is the Sartre Hammond text line. Uh, definitely feel free to do so. And again, we'll have DeMarnie Pearsonell on the phone. We'll go ahead and bring him in now. Uh, DeMarnie Pearsonell, how's it going, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, how's it going? It's good. I can hear you. Awesome. Yeah, great to have you in. And again, uh, we have DeMornay Pearson in, brought in on the Allo VIP line. VIP line brought to you by Allo Fiber, where they understand importance of exceptional service with a local heart. I'm sure the Iowa football game is on your mind. Nebraska loses that one 10 to 13. They end the season, uh, ironically, kind of in the exact same way they started it, right? You play Minnesota, you play it close, you throw an interception, leads to a game winning drive. Minnesota wins it 13 to 10. Iowa, you end the season. You're on the field, you throw an interception, leads to Iowa on a game-winning field goal, wins it 13-10. to DeMornay Pearson, I just want to get your overall thoughts, initial reactions to Nebraska, misses out on bowling, ends the season on five wins once again. Uh, that was a gut punch, you know. Uh, that, was, that was a hard one to see, especially, you know, the, the change of the instant interception. And, uh, you know, for things to switch over, we get a ball back and, give them position to, to, you know, to walk out of here with the win, it, it, it was heartbreaking. It, it, it made me sick to my stomach. <laughs> yeah, I, I asked Almond Green this. Do you have a game in history that you can remember being one of the biggest gut punches you've had, whether it be NFL, high school, or college? Um, not off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure that there's definitely a few. I I can't think about it necessarily in high school. High school probably had one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, college, um, 2014 when we played USC, uh, we played that game for Bo, and we didn't we didn't get a win. Uh, we scored more points than them offensively. They just had you know a special teams touchdown. Um, that one hurt. Uh, when we went to Oregon uh, in 2017. Um, I, I fair caught a ball because I heard somebody on our sideline, you know, say fair catch it. And I actually could have, you know, returned the ball and possibly did something with it. And I think, uh, two plays later, I think we threw a pick, um, and we, we threw an interception and that ended the game. So, uh, th- that game definitely felt like what felt like one of those two games just off of the top of my head. Um, to be honest. That might have been the worst way to lose it um, in recent years. Um, all losses are bad, but it's just how, how that one transpired and everything like that one. That that one hurt a little bit more than the others. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then what, why I asked that is I wanted to be curious, how did you bounce back from a loss like that? Because that's been the problem for Nebraska. It just feels like gut punch after gut punch. And again, I said it at the beginning because we ended the season the exact same way we started it. I don't want to bag on Chubba Purdy. First of all, I just want to say that wasn't a linebacker that was sitting there pre-snap. It was a good defensive play call by Iowa to drop the DN there late. Um, Purdy didn't see it pre-snap. That led to the interception. I don't want to bag on him at all, but you know, what was it for you to kind of get over that hump after you do have a bad you know, game like that where that taste in your mouth is going to sit there for a while? 
Um, you know, it, it just pushes you, pushes you, you all as a, as a team, you know, as individuals um, in the summer, you know, just to get better. And, you know, you, you'll remember that one for, you know, next year and everything like that. That's you, you know, a lot of fire under you um, to be upset at things or whatnot. And you just got to, you know, stack base. It's not really one thing that you got to do to get out of it. Um, you know, just next year, you know, it can't look like this. And, you know, just remember these feelings. You know, remember, you know, being in these tough losses and, uh, you know, being actually being in games. Like, you know, they're, they're right there. Mm-hmm. It's just literally, you know, a few plays from things going an opposite way and everything like that. So, I mean, you you remember this going on. I mean, you know, and the team is actually young. So you got a lot of people that are coming back. You got a lot of people that got experience um, with people being hurt and having to step up and, you know, young players having to play. Um, so, I mean, it'll, it should, you know, push them in the right direction to where next year, you know, they've been through, you know, some adversity. They've been through, you know, those close games and everything like that. And then, you know, hopefully they can turn in favor for us instead of, you know, ending in losses. Yeah. And obviously they're, they're going to have a busy off season here, right? You want to figure out the mental thing. Uh, that's just kind of been plaguing. You don't want to call it a curse, but that's just what it felt like at times. Uh, and then obviously the skill positions, injuries didn't help us at all in that regard, but I still think you wished maybe we could have got a few more guys to help us out there. Lloyd, pleasant surprise. His just raw athleticism has given a lot of teams problems, but helped us out. I mean, I don't think too many people would expect that, you know, Lloyd to have two long touchdown grabs by the end of the year, but you're still looking at the wide receiver room. You're still looking at the quarterback room, maybe looking at the offensive line room, even though that's a spot where it feels like we've had some depth. Uh, that we've just been lacking in years past, but with this roster heading into the offseason, go ahead, interject. I, I don't, I don't understand how you can have a player that has, you know, gotten exposure and, and done things on the field, and you don't involve him more. Um, especially, the, you know, the last past two games, mm-hmm. you know, he's gone out and talking about Jalen Lloyd. Um, why do you not get him the ball more? Why do you not, you know, scheme him up? You. I have a quarterback that you would say is a better passer, is a little bit more accurate than what um, we have been used to. And, you know, you hit Iowa, you got the, you, 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 you got him a play right, you know, where the weakness was and everything like that. Why why was he not, you know, involved a little bit more? Or, uh, you know, Malachi on, on deep balls or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand it. Um I don't know how you go away from it if, it if it's something that, you know, has worked or to get him more involved and to get him more going and whatnot. It, 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 that bothered me the most, honestly. Yeah, I mean, he's dynamic out there. Uh, I'll give you that much, right? With Malachi Coleman, I, I'm he had a good season too. Again, that's just another young guy where he's going to continue to develop. You know, a lot of these guys don't turn out later, but Lloyd, to have, to have that immediate splash right off the bat, um, and he's a guy that when he catches that ball – He's good for yards after the catch, too. He, he's typical, going to break at least that first guy that wraps up around him. Uh, and just the overall speed to get away from those ankle tackles. Definitely a guy that you'd imagine next year maybe take a little bit of a bigger role. Uh, this year, I think we were all kind of hoping for more from Billy Kemp. Injuries made him held him back a little bit. We, we never had that strong playmaker, though. Looking into the portal, is there any groups that you think Nebraska just, I'm not saying fill out the roster through the portal, but fill in gaps Maybe try to create some competition in the offseason. You know, if you're Matt Rule and his Statterfield, his coaching staff, who are you looking at position groups-wise offensively in order to help this team finally get to a bowl game since 2016 uh, next year? 
Offensive, offensively, I think there's two positions uh, of where you need to go um, to the quarter to one, strengthen your numbers. Um, to two, you know, just to get a, a different look from what we what we've had. You go, uh, another thing is you have young guys coming in. Um, you have a young, a talented quarterback in uh, Dalen. Yep. Uh, that's out of uh, Bill West. I, I know he's coming in, but I mean, you're asking him to kind of you know step into you know that type of situation. We've kind of seen that book before. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, so, yeah. So uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully, you know, you you can correct. Uh, a few things, but the two positions, I, I definitely think they need to go in and, and attack heavily. Um, I mean, it's a toss-up between two, but most most definitely the quarterback position. Uh, we don't know what the situation will look will look like uh, next year with what the guys are what, 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 with the guys that are in the room now. We don't know who's going, who's staying, uh, you know, whose eligibility is done or whatnot, and everything like that. Um, so there, there's that aspect. Um, and then it's a toss-up between offensive line and running back. Um, I know you got people coming in, but still, um, to hand over uh, the workload to a guy that's kind of coming in or, you know, a redshirt freshman guy. And you can't just have Johnson. He can't just be, you know, the, the only one you're losing, Grant. He's going and everything like that. So uh, I think, you know, the running back is a, is a definitely is a position that could use it and uh, the offensive line. Um, you know, they started gelling a lot better and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got kind of thin towards the end of the season and everything like that. So, you know, beefing that back up and, you know, bringing some guys in for healthy competition and whatnot. I feel like those those positions, if you go out and get those and everything like that, I definitely, you know, that will put us in the right direction um, ahead of the schedule and not kind of just being on track. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I definitely think the running back room, I'm not, that's just the one where I'm just unsure of like how badly they need to hit the portal because you go into this. I mean, Evan Johnson, the guy who took over, was fourth string at the beginning of the year, and it's kind of hard to imagine that he was even that far back there for how productive he was. So I don't know if there's maybe some more hidden depth in that room to where we need to hit the portal or if we were just that caught off guard with maybe you were worried about Grant fumbling, and then obviously you do have an injury there. Uh, with uh, or excuse me, yeah, you get another injury there. Uh, Grant's fumbling problems. Mir Johnson gets hurt, and you're left with Emmett Johnson, who actually does a great job. Mm-hmm. So maybe you do yeah, look in that right. running back room. But I've been surprised by it. Feels like a little bit of hidden depth there in the running back room. I mean, what do you see out of the running back room this year? Because it just felt like it was up and down, never super consistent. What does that room need to do? in order just to be more consistent going forward. Is that finding like a bell cow early um, or is that running back by committee? And uh, were you even happy with how they handled the whole grant situation? Uh, you know, I'm an avid, you know, person for uh, grant. I don't think they necessarily used him as much as they, as they should have. I think, you know, what they've done the last past two games or, you know, when they played Wisconsin, at least um, I feel like they, he should have been more so used in that type of role. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's funny. I'm not saying I, I, I see him as, like, you know, the Josh Jacobs type style of running, but the other day um, I was reading and came across something that Josh Jacobs says, you know, with him touching the ball 20 times for him to, you know, be effective and everything like that, of understanding, you know, his style of running and everything like that. And that's kind of like what I've seen with, with Grant. He has his own style uh, of running, and I don't think that, you know, they got the best out of – all of it, and um, they got on him for 
something that you know other players did, and it wasn't really the same the same type of thing. Um, I think they probably have you know their their work bail for next year. Um, I think Johnson, you know, is that person to to take the next you know step. Uh, he's a young guy, you know that that year two and, and up. You getting into a system, you getting into a program, and everything like that, uh, especially with you know the confidence that they established in him early in the season, and you know after things had transpired, um, you know with guys being hurt and you know not plugging in other guys and everything like that. So um, it's his job to lose. Uh, I think you kind of find somebody that complements that. Um, I don't necessarily think you need to go out and get a home run type of guy, but you need somebody who can complement that room well. Um, because I mean, the running back position, you're getting hit every play. You know what I'm saying? We got, mm-hmm. we had a guy go down this year, you know, so, uh, just getting the depth to where you won't just have to, you know, rely on young guys and just kind of be in a position that you were this year where he had to step in, um, fourth string, you know, not having too many games and everything like that. Uh, so just, you know, kind of crossing your T's and dotting your I's. Um, how they handled the, the whole running back room, uh, it wasn't, you know, the favorite. Um, I, I feel like, you know, the the first string guy. I can't remember his, uh, his name. Is it Irving? Yeah, Irving. Um, yeah, I. There was a lot of hype about him. Uh, I understand what, what you were trying to do with bringing in a quarterback to, you know, um, if anything gets, you know, muddy and murky, he can kind of get things done with his legs. But uh, I never really kind of seen what he was doing that was you know, so stand out it to where a guy like the fourth string guy wasn't like what was what was he doing so much that, you know, the fourth string guy wasn't getting takes and everything like that. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not too sure, you know, what the process was, what the evaluation of that um was or whatnot. Was it just, you know, y'all just went with the guy that was there and kinda went with that? I I don't I don't know what the proper procedure of of that. Um I just kinda feel like that was like one of the things that, you know, the ball was dropped on. Luckily, you had a guy that stepped up and, you know, kind of managed everything. But uh, I don't think necessarily like that running back situation should have been that uh, from the jump. That's just me personally speaking. Yeah, there's two ways to look at this, right? First, the way you look at it is in years past when we had players go down, we'd look down the bench and it felt like there wasn't a single guy we could plug in there and feel comfortable um, about winning or getting any better offensively or at least just staying somewhat consistent this is a year where we've had some players come in off the bench that uh, offense might have even worked a little bit better I don't know you can look at it as a bad thing or a good thing or at least there's some development behind the actual starters you got to see that a little bit obviously Lloyd's kind of the biggest splash of all the younger guys Emmett Johnson probably put him up there and then again Malachi Coleman has that one big touchdown grab. Uh, but for the most part, that's that's something new for Nebraska, where the development, even the linemen that had to step in at one point in the season, uh, it wasn't that severe drop-off. So you can question it as, what are they seeing? Are they mis-evaluating talent during practices? Uh, or B, is the development actually just getting underway well enough that those young guys, maybe they don't want to play it right away and continue to develop them so when they do plug and play, uh, they'll just be that much better and be able to make an impact right away. I do want to get to one more question, though, before we go to our first break here. Again, this is the Don't Pun Hour. Got Demorne Pearsonell on the phone calling in here. Harrison on the ones and twos. And if you guys want to join the show, 402-464-5685. And uh, definitely give your opinion on this one because this is going to be a conversation 
all summer long. What do we need to do in the quarterback room? You're going to have Chubba Purdy. Do you bring in some competition there uh, to try to have a battle going into the offseason? Are you looking in the portal for someone where it's obviously going to be a competition, but are you even thinking about Purdy being the starter next year based on what he's had? How do you handle that quarterback situation? Do you grab one quarterback? Do you grab two? Or do you just completely entrust the room right now uh, and develop Daniel Kalen as he continues to develop? Um, that, that's, that's, that, that's a good question. Um, it's a couple ways they can go looking at it. Um, I think overall we're just, you know, trying to, for the well-being, I think you go grab a guy, um, that you like, that you think, you know, that would bring the best out of guys, uh, and have him and, um, Chubba, if he mm-hmm. stays, because you may never know what happened with that. Yeah, um, true. You have Chubba and them two, you know, kind of go into spring ball and evaluate and then coming into fall camp and everything like that uh, to, to better evaluate uh, stuff and everything like that. Um, these coaches, you know, got here. You know, they inherited a team. So um, the guys that's kind of there, there's not, they're not technically like their type of guys. You know, Satterfield has a feel for you know, what he wants and everything like that, being a part of a coaching change and understanding, you know, when new coaches came in, respecting guys that who they had there, but they want the type of players that fit what they're trying to go. I think uh, he'll definitely be heavy on that, um, you know. And we don't know what with the, with the Danny kid, you know. Uh, a young player coming in, you know, maybe that uh, – going back to, you know, the running back room, maybe that's why, you know, the fourth string guy was the fourth string guy just because it was a lot to handle, you know, pass pros and everything like that. So with Danny coming in, there might be, uh, you know, a learning curve and it's mm-hmm. not, it, it happens everywhere. You know, you got to pick up everything fast. You got to know a lot of stuff and everything like that. And then on top of that, you got to play good. And uh, that's a hard thing to do for the quarterback position early on. I'm not saying that he can't do it. I'm not saying that he won't do it. I'm just saying like, you know, that that's just you coming in, uh, new offense, new plays, uh, your head spinning, you in college and everything like that. So you got that stuff, you know, uh, coming into coming into it. It can be done. You just never know how a kid is going to, you know, handle that type of pressure of, okay, well, you're the guy coming in and everything is on you. So it's depending on how he looks on it, uh, how, the, how, how they look at it, I think they need to go get a guy regardless that um, if anything happens or, or whatnot to challenge who they got there, and, um, I mean, it's better to have multiple options in that room. I think they found that out this year rather than just, you know, putting doing something that was a little, you know, unorthodox. Yeah, so absolutely. I think, that's, I think that's that's how you evaluate it. I mean, you've seen what happened when you go all in on, on something and he's been, the, he's been the same thing everywhere he's been, and, you know, you let a guy that, probably could have done a little bit better job just leave because you had a guy that you wanted and that's what it was supposed to be. So and hopefully they, he learns he learns from that lesson and we're not in that position next year. And Thompson did hit the portal again. Would you bring him back? Not that I don't think he'd actually would come back, but <laughs> he has another year. I'm pretty sure he uh, – well, let me double-check on that. I'll, I'll bring it up on the next break there. Uh, but real quick, okay. from the text line, before we throw out the break here, we do have Jim. Uh, pretty much agrees with both of us. Yes, bring in competition, <laughs> one QB from the portal. I'm all there for it, right? I just want to see competition. If Purdy ends up being the starter through the competition, great. If it's somebody else, great. I just want there to be 
uh, at least the competition heading in. It just felt like this year was kind of Jeff Sims and that's our quarterback. And I obviously the approach didn't seem to work. I'm not in the rooms, but that's definitely the way it felt going into the season. Uh, and he also says, I hope Archie Manning comes here. That would be really nice. I uh, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't be too optimistic about that one, but yeah, it would be nice to get some talent in here. Nonetheless, we'll throw the break here on the first segment of the Don't Punt Hour. Got Demornay Pierce and all the hosts as always on the phone today, brought to you by Aloe Fiber, where they understand importance of exceptional service with a local heart. Don't go anywhere. We'll have the next two segments up next. We'll talk to you guys in a little bit.